Good evening, and welcome to episode 25 of the Above Average Shows podcast. I'm Kyle, and uh, with me as always is Matt, but uh, unfortunately, uh, our uh, other brethren, Mr. Daggleman, is not with us tonight. He, uh, he got tied up with some important business and unfortunately is unable to join us, at least at the moment. Hopefully he can join us later, but uh, we're not sure. Um, I guess I always start off by asking uh, Matt how his week was, so we'll start there. Well, I've been pretty, uh, pretty damn good, actually. I've uh, just been doing projects and having fun. I was off uh, off work all last week, so I uh, spent a whole bunch of time uh, sanding my mandolin and uh, doing some other building and fun stuff. So yeah, it's been a great week as far as uh, just putzing around with just something that I love to do. So, right. On. How about you? I uh, finally got some mixing done, and I got uh, some video making on the go, and uh, yeah, I say uh, things are. The week started off pretty good, I guess, uh, after a pretty decent weekend. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was good. Mm-hmm. But um, the show's going to be a little different tonight, folks, and uh, I really encourage you to comment and let us know your thoughts because this is, we're going to try and tie it to sports, but really it is a much larger issue and... um. Me and Matt think it's uh, everybody should be talking about it, and we just should talk about it. So, I guess why it's in the news right now is uh, because of what happened to George Floyd in the States. Has set off a chain reaction of events that uh, as of, let's see, an hour ago, hour and a half ago, the President of the United States basically has uh, sicked the military on anybody who protests anything except if you don't want to wear a mask and hold a gun, then those are peaceful protesters. But I digress. Matt, um, let's just start with you, I guess. I don't even know where we're going to go with this, but I just want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 really hard to stomach both the uh, both the events that that led up to it, and it's I mean it's multiple events. It's not just this one thing. This was just happened to be the catalyst, right, or the the straw that broke the camel's back, or the the uh, the one know, the in many of, lines of of catalysts. The extra ounce that allowed it to achieve that critical mass, right? But whatever it is, yeah, there's a there's a tinder bomb exploding there right now, and both the events leading up to it and and the uh, the reactions to it are. I mean, I'm not going to say that protests are horrifying. Protests are not horrifying. Protests be absolutely brilliant, but uh, at the same time, we see way too often that protests become ugly because they're about you know expressions right and and it can be a dangerous thing sometimes for those in power uh, to be questioned and it's unfortunate because it's not supposed to be like that i mean the whole purpose of a democratic society is that we're supposed to be able to have different opinions different ideas 
and still live in the same world together. But, uh, but yeah, this is, this is a really, a really touchy subject because it's not like it's new. It's been going on forever and ever and ever. Ask any black person. 400 years. But you know what? It's, I, it's the same conversation we've been having since at least that I can remember since like the LA riots in the eighties. 90s was it no 80s it was was the 80s. 90s Holy early cool. 90s late 80s 92 i think okay okay it was high school yeah yeah um but yeah i mean at least since then it's been this same conversation all the time right this is unacceptable we have to do something and then nothing happens right nothing gets done. um and the thing is what the hell do you do because I don't know what to do. I don't know what can be done because I have no idea what this experience is like, right? And exactly. and that's one of the hardest hardest parts about it is trying to trying to feel some sort of a sense of empathy when I can absolutely grasp that I have no idea what some of these people are going through, right? Like I've never had it um that way growing up. And no. so it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's horrible and we have to change what we're doing. Um, I personally, I think it's important to do, um, the little things personally, like for one, understand that we all have racial biases that are inbred in us and, uh, through, through our, our upbringings and, and through culture and only through deliberate, um, changing of that or shaping of that idea are we ever going to really truly turn that turn that away and i don't remember this discussion ever happening a lot when i was a kid i don't remember growing up in a particularly racist household but i was a white kid i mean i was whiter than white we had one black kid in our class i think we had about three black kids i think it was dion and her two sisters in the whole school right um so i i really don't get the black experience and and i can't pretend to to ever have but I think it's important that um, that we talk to our kids about it and that we make sure that they're aware that these sorts of things are out there and that they can try to correct for them and that they can try to be more more conscious and more accepting and more, um, oh, just more aware of, uh, of racial issues than, than maybe I was growing up, right? Because we didn't talk about it enough. And I think that's the only thing that I know for sure that I can do is talk about it and push the fuck back whenever I see racism. Well, that's certainly a good start. Where where I see, especially in the states where I see there needs to be an... I want to say immediate change, but they've had plenty of time to, to make these changes. What Trump is doing by clamping down with more force on people who already have a problem with feeling that they don't get justice from the policing community. You're going to fix this problem by laying down the hammer harder. The problem stems back to every time something happens like this, Nothing ever happens to the cop. They protect each other. Just like, just like the clergy do. Instead of pointing out where there's problems, 
getting rid of the people who are the problems or rehabilitating them, whatever you need to do. If you allow it to continue, it will, it will continue. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how having clampdowns with more force and showing that you're the law and order president, how that helps the situation at all. Is he trying to stoke a fire? Like that's, I like I'm, I know I'm getting kind of, I'm going to go off tangent a lot. I, this is all happening like fairly real time and it's kind of historic in a bad way. And if you don't start with the, the, the relationship between law enforcement and the black community, and I don't, I'd even say, and I don't think it's any, anywhere the same case here, but I would say there's probably similarities between the Native community and the police force oh, yeah. in Canada. Oh, yeah, 100%. Exactly. And, well, I mean, not just, and not just that. I mean, racism in general, right, in society. Um, those those kind of attitudes and stuff, right? But so, those I mean, are the yeah, people. I think, those it's, I think, it's, I think are... it's almost it's almost an, an analog, really. Right, but but racism just in a normal day to day fashion. What's the worst that's going to happen? Somebody's going to get something bad yelled at them. These are the people who are supposed to be there to protect everyone, and I I don't know how they how that must feel to live. Like you have no protection, like you've got nobody, right? Mm -hmm. Like the police are supposed to be there to protect you. So if they're not there to protect you, who is? Mm -hmm. And they wonder why things are how they are. Yeah, absolutely, you're right. The, uh, militarization is uh, is certainly not equal to uh, to any type of de-escalation or de-escalation. Sorry, um, I think. When you look at the the police forces in that in that problem specifically, I mean, you got to understand that the whole the whole issue comes from a much bigger place um, of origin. But I mean, in, in this case, we've got a raging fire, and you need to put out that fire, right? And I think one of the biggest things that we need to turn around in our police force. And I mean, don't get me wrong, there are so many great great police peop uh, uh, um, uh, officers out there. Um, all over the place, but there's way too often, and I see it, and I think it just becomes, it's because you see the worst of people every day, right? You don't get to go on these goodwill missions and that sort of thing, unless you happen to be really lucky and become a community resource officer or something like that. You know, you get to deal with the kind of the, the worst of the worst every single day, and so you get really jaded, and it becomes an us versus them. And it's when you start to take that attitude of policing where you are it's when when it's when it's versus your enemy i mean it's it seems like it's it's almost a, a military action against an enemy as opposed to civilians who have been granted special powers to assist in ensuring fellow civilians uh obey the law right when you're talking like things like quotas when police forces oh. have quotas that's, that's a bad idea that's as well i mean that's 
that's as fundamentally flawed as for for profit prisons but that's a different discussion <laughs> is it is it really though is it really those well, those, I mean, those for profit prisons are filled with a lot of minorities oh, abs- you're absolutely right i mean those numbers absolutely yeah yeah i mean there's yeah there's so many layers right so so how do you fix a problem with law enforcement in the US when for example my wife watches these shows on YouTube called um Live PD. So it's basically like cops except a little more um not as it doesn't seem as staged. It's more like ride-alongs with a camera guy. And okay. there is definite definite profiling going on. And when it's flamboyant on television shows about cops, how do you change? Because it's it's looked at as normal. People are looking at this as normal. Mm -hmm. But it's it shouldn't be normal. But it It absolutely shouldn't be normal. There was a video that came out, another video that came out last week of a kid who uh, believe rolled through a stop sign or something. And they pulled him, I don't know if he, how long they had to follow him to get to his driveway, but they pulled him over in his driveway and they came out with their guns drawn, right? Get down on the ground, screaming at him. The kid's, the kid's in tears, laying on the ground going, I'm scared, put the gun down. His grandma comes running out of the house. Like, that is not how a traffic stop is supposed to start. Nope. You don't start a traffic stop. You don't say he blew through a stop sign and then jump out of your car with your fucking holster or with your right gun in your hand. It just doesn't work like that. Like there's a fundamental well, at least not where I how, come how from. How we're looking at things, like yeah. Well, but the I've more, never been stopped like that. But the more they allow it, and the more they allow stuff like that to go on, the more it it is normalized. Mm-hmm. And people just go, well, oh, you're right. that just happened. It's- oh, okay, whatever. But there's that you're right. It's there's that buddy culture too of of sticking up for one another, right? Of covering up for one another, of uh, destroying evidence or fudging reports and that sort of thing, which is really quite gross because it comes down to a whole notion that there was a lot of uh, discussion about, and I don't want to turn it back to the POTUS, but there was a lot of discussion about this some time ago with some of those White House staffers um, when loyalty was being. Um, uh, brought up or even yeah. better was uh, the Don Cherry incident where everybody ripped on uh, on Ron McLean for his lack of loyalty well in my opinion blind loyalty is a pretty severe character flaw yep because you have to have a mind of your own you have to be able to discern when that person despite however loyal to them you are is doing something that is that you find morally repugnant you cannot remain loyally attached to them right like it's it doesn't seem like that hard of a of a concept but i mean a lot of people seem to think that loyalty above all is is more important than anything else and it, Some, that's how the mob works yeah makes no makes no sense to me yep that's how organized crime works well and i guess you, maybe that's and if, why yeah, and if you these... don't follow the rules you get a cap in the back of your head so let's try and swing it back to sports for a second ross says mm-hmm. i think colin kaepernick has gotten more respect because of this doesn't mean he's going to be welcomed by the NFL anytime soon. Of course he's not going to be welcomed back to the NFL because he was fired by a bunch of rich, out-of-touch white dudes 
including ones who still have their football team named the Redskins. Enough said. Mm-hmm. But, but I do agree that he's certainly getting more respect, and I really wonder what's going to happen when players start kneeling this year, if, they, if and when they start playing, because it is going to happen. Eric, uh, Eric gonna... Reed's response to uh, to Goodell was uh, was uh, quite rich. It was songs of sympathy or something like that, whatever the hell it was called. Yeah. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> it's um. I don't like Colin Kaepernick. Let's just let's try and stick on that for a second. Sure. I got a lot to say about Cap. He was basically trying to point out exactly what has continued to happen since he started. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't want to say right wing, whatever, media, blah, blah, blah. Some side was able to switch it to switch the channel from police brutality against young black disrespect men. Disrespect for the, the anthem. It's disrespect for the military. because yeah, you're which kneeling. has nothing to do with the national anthem. Nothing That's to another, do with yes, the national absolutely. anthem. Absolutely, I agree 100%. But it, there's some very good people working on spin, and there's a lot of people that seem to be very easily blinded by spin. If anybody who watched what happened today in Washington still thinks that that is an okay thing to do in 2020 in America, the home of the free, then I don't know what channels you're watching or what you're watching because it's uh, it's scary. When you're pulling out uh, laws from 1807 in order to clear out people so you can do a very wacky photo op in front of a church playing pretend with a Bible. Not sure. Heath probably wants to be on the show with all my Trump bashing today. But uh, I I don't care. I don't care who it was. It could have been, it could be Barack Obama. It could be Jesse Ventura. It could be Michelle Obama. If they were doing the exact same thing, it is disgusting and it's scary and it's a very slippery slope for my American friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, don't recall I mean the National Guard is one thing but if you're calling in actual military troops I mean is that something that's ever been done in a democratic country against its own citizens before um, I, I know what's been done by Trump's idols all the, all the despots and dictators well it's a very dictator thing to do for sure yeah it's right out of the dictator play playbook. It was crazy. It was all... I don't know if you got to watch it today, but I watched it live. No, I didn't actually get to watch it. I for, uh, was uh, otherwise occupied at the time. But. Well, for some reason, I want. I like to hear what this bozo has to say. Sometimes it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. So they say he's going to be out at um, 6.30 Eastern Time. And there's all these people who have been peacefully protesting for seven days in Washington... You see all the cops, they're up by this fence. They're quite a ways away from all of these people. You see 
um, Bill Barr or whatever his name is, the justice guy out there. He's checking out everything, looking all over the place. Then they all leave. Two minutes later, all the cops move right up to the protesters. And then about five minutes later, the police just start ramming these protesters back. Just like, just smashing them. Tear gas, rubber bullets, everything. All to, And then we're going like, what the hell's going on? Then he invokes this thing that he's... So allowed. that's why he got booed. Right. So now he invokes this, this uh, 1807 law that allows him to do this. And that's still, okay, whatever, okay, so he's trying to show he's tough on crime. But then you find out that it was also he could go in front of this church to make this weird kind of photo op, which they're going to say that's why he had to do it. I think it was all to play in with this, I'm a powerful man and I'm going to lay down justice and if you don't listen to me, you're going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. So then... And that's where we are now. Not one word of like the injustice of what's going on and why people are protesting. And maybe you want to talk to people and try and calm down your electorate. No, let's fire him up. Yeah, no, he that's I it's it's such an inappropriate response. Um, I. When you see something like a global pandemic coming along, you think, wow, now they've really got into a spot where they could be um, truly affected by, by such poor leadership. But now you see something like this, and I mean, that almost dwarfs COVID, right? Like, shit's falling apart right before election time on this guy. It's uh, it's really proven to be a not not a very successful term. Or is it? Or <laughs> is it, it wraps up? Or is well, it? I guess it depends on your perspective, right? That's what I'm worried it depends about. On, like... It depends on if the little guys are crushed in the end, right? You'd got to think that all these win. things are calculated, right? Hmm? You'd got to think all these things are calculated, right? Well, somewhat. I think Trump's a little bit of a wingnut. I'm not sure he's uh, quite a savant in any way, shape, or form. I think it was just a... Um, a lucky confluence of things that resulted in him winning, and I don't, I truly don't believe he actually wanted to win in the first place. He certainly wants to win again. But back to you said you had some things about Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah, well just okay. Like God love Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I, I he was he was my guy for for a while with my Niners, but at the same time, tremendously athletically gifted. And made some plays, uh, but also sometimes struggled to do some of the basic things in the offense. And that kind of frustrated me. And I always was frustrated that we had traded away Alex Smith and kept Colin Kaepernick. I guess they figured he had the bigger upside. But at the same time, um, I mean, he did, he did fine. But... I mean, he was not my preferred guy. Let's put it that way. Right. To start with. And after all this stuff that uh, that wound up in him being un- absolutely unfairly and unjustly booted, but after being out of the league for three years, when people still call for him to come back, I'm going, guys, you might want to give your head a little bit of a shake. Like, this is this is getting into the ridiculous territory. Like, you know, give it a couple more years and we'll be into Vince Young territory, you know? No, I agree. 
I agree. So, I mean, that just that, that just doesn't mean he turn. wasn't I mean, wrong. I, I love him. I absolutely love him. And I and I think what he did from a social justice standpoint um, makes him such a more inspirational person. And I have nothing but love and respect for him. Right. So this is a good segue into what the show is actually supposed to be about. Because mm-hmm. there, there are certain people that think that athletes, celebrities, whatever it may be, shouldn't shouldn't speak on these sort right. of issues. They should just keep mm-hmm. their mouth shut, as I believe one Fox correspondent said, just shut up and dribble. Like Le- MJ. I think it was against... Republicans buy, shoe- Republicans buy shoes too. Yeah. But it's just... Um, what's your thoughts on that? I assume they're probably close to mine. Well, yeah. I mean, these guys have a tremendous influence over over society in, in general. Um, they get glorified, they get put up on a pedestal, they get put up on kids' walls, you know, everybody dreams of being like them, people live vicariously through them, they are tremendously powerful and it means a lot what they say, Mm -hmm. and I think they sometimes need to think very carefully about what they say because they don't necessarily realize the gravity of, or the weight that, 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 what they say carries right but i think yeah they, they, when when you have a pedestal like that i think it's i don't know if it's necessarily your responsibility but it's absolutely your right to use that pedestal that is my um, in ways to, to to create good right i think why can't you why why can't yeah. um is somebody gonna is somebody gonna go back in time and say muhammad ali stop speaking out you're just an athlete. I'm sure he did. But we look back in history and sometimes these people, athletes, celebrities, what they had to say was very important. And luckily they had the uh, soapbox or pedestal to convey to a large number of people that there's really an issue going on which might not get pointed out without their pedestal, right? Like they're to mm-hmm. me, everybody has a right to say anything. Us half wits on sure. the show, whatever yeah, you can say anything, can think say anything. anything you want. You can think whatever you want. There's a couple things. Whatever you say, there's always consequences to what you say. There's consequences to kneeling in protest in the NFL. You probably are not going to play in the NFL that long, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, and it doesn't mean that somebody should tell you that just because you're an athlete you shouldn't say something. Or just because you're a celebrity, you shouldn't say something. Even if what that coming out of your mouth is ridiculous, you still should. And I wish more people would. Because too many people are are worried about what they say too much these days that it's going to affect their livelihood like Colin Kaepernick because you stand up for something. Well, I mean, you look at even a guy like... uh, uh, absolutely insane wingnut like um sorry what's his face damn yankees guy ted nugent ted nugent yeah um i I still respect the hell out of him for Mm -hmm. making his or stating his piece right i mean he speaks his mind and he he has he he has an opinion and he shares it i don't agree and he's passionate about it Mm -hmm. i don't agree with him at all but i respect the hell out of him for the, the the passion that he has for it 
Absolutely. Everybody has a right to speak. And but it's more this because of whatever your occupation is that your voice has less weight. I guess that's more what I'm kind of because it was somebody said that to me earlier today that insinuated that maybe athletes voices they should just kind of sit there and be quiet and uh, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's right I think that what you do as an occupation shouldn't devalue or value what you have to say Mm -hmm. absolutely I think if you look at it the in terms of teams I don't think in most sports teams you'll find a whole lot of overt racism. I mean, obviously there's going to be guys who think one way or the other or whatever, but I think for the most part, most sports teams generally become pretty close. I know on most teams that I've ever been a part of, that's kind of the whole point is it becomes, you know, us against the world. And I mean, yeah, there's there's some guys that you like more than others or some guys that you like less but i mean it's really it's it's all of us together right and mm-hmm. we're all a part of that and that's the whole point and so i think i don't think you'll see a lot of overt racism necessarily in the teams but where you see racism running rampantly is the is the absolute dearth at the top in uh in black leadership right there's no very few black coaches very very few black owners gms and as long as that's the case, when you're talking about speaking out, athletes speaking out, I think what they're doing is almost, in a way, protesting against, or if, I mean, sorry, if they're trying to stop them from speaking out, it's more like, um, I... Help me out here. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Well, we're at, well. You need you need more. I think if you want to oh. just kind of flip it back a little bit to the law enforcement too. I think it's the same thing. You need more black and minorities in higher places in law enforcement. And the same same mm-hmm. as in sports, I think if if those people are in those places, you're going to change the culture more. Right, and that's where I was going with that was that, in essence, when they're trying to silence the these guys, the, it's these these rich white owners are are almost being in for, reinforcing the fact that they own them, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, dance. Dance. Yeah, Entertain shut up and me. dribble, right? Yep. Or get that son of a bitch off the field. Exactly. Well, I don't know about you, Matt, but uh, do you have any more on the topic? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Give me some more. So, okay, well, next angle I, I really want to examine is um, there have been some mass gatherings recently. Not necessarily in the traditional form of gatherings, <laughs> but there have been some people in some pretty damn close quarters recently, and I don't think a whole... I mean, I've seen lots of masks and stuff like that, but honestly, 
I don't think when you're in the middle of getting tear gassed and shit, you're worrying about washing your hands and staying six feet away from people. And I'm sure that this thing is out there lurking and it's almost certain to get worse. And I'm really curious as how as to how that may or may not affect the talk in the last week or so about the NBA and NHL getting increasingly closer to return to play plans. Hmm. Interesting. And what are your thoughts? Do you think that's... That was pretty much it. I mean, I, I truly expect that we're going to see some some increased numbers. Uh, most, I don't know. for. I mean, uh, you can't necessarily guarantee that it's going to be everywhere that there's protests, right? But I would suggest that several of the places where there were protests were probably going to see uh, increased outbreaks. As to whether or not it's going to affect their return to plays, I'm not exactly sure. I suppose... What, what I was kind of curious about, I was reflecting on this earlier today, and I was wondering if any of the players themselves may have been involved in any of these protests. Yes, um, there were players. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Players that I know, traveled I know, great I know some, distances some of them have to been, join been protests. making great, great points on, online and on Twitter and stuff like that, but I wasn't sure. Cause, but, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking if Halsey can be out there, I, a receiver in the NFL, it could be out there, right? Like, it seems stands to reason. There so are basketball if that's players the case, I know for sure that were out there. Well, and there's some, there's, and there's a group, if you want to say, take one league that probably is taking the lead on uh, some of the racial front. Um, that would have probably to, be it. Just like Ross says, the, their, most of their players are, are black. Well, and they seem to encourage their players speaking out and mm-hmm. and standing up for for justice, as yeah, they're, opposed they're to telling a, them to sh- sit down and shut up. They're a much better run league than the NFL, without a doubt. They, when they it really comes, do seem when it to comes be. to those type of things. The NFL is all about protecting the shield. It's a perfect it's a perfect Trump type uh, business. It's loyalty, protect protect the top at all it's costs. A brand. At all costs. It's a brand. The, sh- the, the shield is like the Trump name, right? Yep. Do whatever you have to. Yeah. So. But yeah, that was that was my other musing was that uh, I think that's going to be a very unfortunate side effect. I, d- I don't think it's going to affect uh, either the any of the leagues that are going to be starting up because I have a feeling there's not going to be any or many people in the stands i don't think the yeah, number right. of spectators is their big worry right now they've seen they've seen the ufc be successful with not having anybody live watching the events it's the it's the it's the cfl that's going to be the one that's going to be right screwed. right but these other leagues will be fine they'll figure they'll that, figure it out that was my specific thought was um just with respect to Excuse me. COVID? Uh oh. Yeah. I said it. No, no, it's definitely not COVID. No, you'd have to have left your house in the last four months. <laughs> Matt was so worried about COVID, he started in December. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but uh, hey, on a lighter note, I've got a little video I want to play for our fans out there. And it's mostly sure. it was it was for when Heath was supposed to be here, so it would have been a lot, a lot funnier. 
But it's um, remember oh, we yes. talked about it's, it. Yeah, uh, yes. Talked about it a few weeks ago. Barstool, Mr. Portnoy. Spent a, a cool quarter of a million to watch a football game with Mr. Goodall. And, um, his arch enemy. His arch enemy. And, well, it really didn't go how he had planned. So, just for fun, we're going to close out the show on something a little more fun. But it looks like uh, the game ain't happening. But No game for Mr. Out. Portnoy. All right, emergency press conference. We all knew this was fucking coming. I'm out here on the Riviera sunshine, trying to get my tan on, having a good time. NFL auction experience background check. Mr. Portnoy, we want to update you on the background and criminal check that was conducted on you in conjunction with your bid on an NFL auction 3136325. That was, if you're paying attention at home, that was a quarter milli to watch Monday Night Football with Roger Goodell. Won it fair and square. It was an auction charity. Based on the background report, you did not pass the NFL's background check. What did they say I did wrong? I falsified NFL credentials to gain access to Super Bowl LLII opening night in Atlanta uh, in 2019, followed by police detainment. After being informed by police that you are banned from entering Mercedes-Benz Stadium, site of Super Bowl LLII, you defied the police directive and attended the game. Criminal trespassing at 345 Park Avenue, that's NFL Commissioner Headquarters, where Roger Goodell said he would talk to the media at all times. He did not. He had me arrested like a coward and arrest at 2015 345 Park Avenue posting nude images of a player's two-year-old son on the Barstool website in 2011. First of all, me and Tom Brady are like this. The kid had a fucking howitzer. He was like the Gerber baby. And if you can't handle a big dick joke, then get a fucking sense of humor. Your credit card will not be charged. You won't be charged. Everything's deleted. The NFL will donate the amount of the uh, bid to the six nonprofits. So Goodell's out. And we knew it was going to happen. You have cowards, you have mega cowards, and then you have Roger Goodell. Don't let me win it and come up with this. Oh, you did the research on me? You don't have to do the research on me. You got a file on me the size of an eye. People like, oh, Roger Goodell will, will play ball. He'll like make himself look good. I've told everybody, Roger Goodell has no self-awareness, no sense of humor, doesn't know how to deal with a brain like this, and he can't be like the funny guy, like, oh, wear the clown shirt, he can't do it. He's the least funny human of all time, he's a yes man, he's a puppet, and he's a coward, and this proves it. So 250 grand to charity, I want it fair and square, and they say no, why? Because they're afraid of me, they're afraid of the brain, and they're not gonna have some fun with it. So fuck you, Roger Cadell. By the way, don't do charities and let a guy win it who you don't wanna win it, that's on you. That was awesome. And that, you know what? We're going to try and yeah. uh, try and bring Heath in here. Apparently he right wants on. to join. Yeah, I, I got to say, I don't know much about uh, Mr. I'm not a, not a follower of the Barstool or anything at this point, but uh, Heath did uh, make us aware of it. But just from what I've seen of him, just mostly from that video and a couple things I've heard, he is a fucking douche. <laughs> I would love to see him and Goodell in the same room. That would be awesome. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, he was there for a second. I saw him. I'm trying to find him. He's around here somewhere. Nope. Don't know where he is. There he is. He's right there. I can't see him. He's in the circle. 
In the circle of life. But I don't hear him. Cool on, bitches. There you are. Ha <laughs> well, ha. Can you hear him, Kyle? Uh... Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Well, there they are. I found you guys. Nope, that's not good you news, either. buddy. I'll good news. You. I'll get you eventually. Yeah. yeah. Good ending. It, it was a total Robert Kraft type ending. Very happy. Oh, uh -huh. happy ending. Yes, but not in the same for the same reasons. But yes, all good though. Oh well. I can't find right I can't on. I can't find Heath and now I've lost Matt so we'll just uh we'll just talk to them and uh you won't get to see them you'll get to see Heath smiling via face. telephone Yeah via via telephone the boys are here now So Heath oh, yeah Oh good now I can take my pants off We just uh <laughs> we just talked we just showed the video of your uh buddy Portnoy and his response to uh Getting his uh, winnings canceled. Yeah, called it. That was pretty we funny. All, yeah, it was awesome. It was hilarious, but somewhat predictable. But Very at the same time, it's like, uh, when's Roger Goodell been a man of substance? That is true. Proves It proves out exactly what Portnoy calls him to be or, or professes him to be, and... We all got to see it firsthand, so, you know, not a shocker, but it was pretty awesome. I think even with it being canceled, Portnoy, Portnoy would, like, he would he would tell you it was still worth the 250k. Of course it was. Just for the... <laughs> it's worth every damn, damn penny. So, yeah, anyway. So, Heath, we mostly talked about... Um what's going on in the states right now with the uh craziness well we solved it we solved it he we're did? now in a post-racial world yeah okay well now that you've 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 solved the united states's problems move on to the world world peace and child hunger we'll have nothing to do next week well we'll figure something out <laughs> we'll start a rumor just to have something fun so well we didn't talk about any sports really um, any sports hmm. happenings in the last seven days? So, do you have anything, Dad? Um, I mean, the focus is really even on the athletic side. Is there's a lot of athletes? Pick your sport, really. We've all been focused on commenting on this in some way. So that you know, even sports related, it sort of leads into that. There hasn't been any news on any front in terms of what's happening progress-wise to getting any sports league back and moving again, right? So well, you, NBA... keep, you keep hearing little little, little updates that the wheels are moving and we're getting a little bit closer. We're getting a little bit closer. Yeah. But, but yeah, but you're nothing's right. Concrete. Never it's concrete. all hearsay, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So well, even when the NHL came out and had their big plan, oh, we have a plan, but we don't have a date. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only well, thing I've really noticed in the last... Yeah, the only thing I've noticed in the last week, though, is that, oh, they'll test them every day. Well, I, I didn't hear you say that initially, but I just kind of assumed you would because, well, I'm what sure the fuck, why the fuck? Yeah, did you? Okay, yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like, why the fuck wouldn't you do that? Like, you know, mm -hmm. 
it's not earth shattering by any stretch, right? So um, I, I'm I'm interested to see when the CFL camps actually get rolling again because there are a couple places that said they would be willing to let practicing start in their province. I think Winnipeg so right, it's is so, the only one. Wi- wi- yeah, well, and our and our clutch uh, assassin with the words there, Mister Scott Moe. <laughs> oh God. Did you see that response? They need yeah, to practice. Rips, rips, the, rips the defending Grey Cup champions for being yeah. mad. Timing the, the eh, amount, is everything. <laughs> the amount of crap that any political leader is going through with the pandemic, at least, you know, somewhat of a sense of humor still intact to take a shot like that was was kind of refreshing on its own kind of level, you know? Like, I I'd be, absolutely... I'd be, go ahead. I would be I would be absolutely um, horrified if we had a leader of any any political stripe, uh, a premier, who didn't rip on on Winnipeg and the bombers. So. <laughs> it makes like me it, it, it gives me identify then it, like it, it helps me identify as a Saskatchewanian, right? Yeah, it's like turn in your Saskatchewan card. You can't live here anymore. <laughs> you got to rip on the bombers or leave. Mm, pretty much (laughs) totally agree maddie totally agree it's a rite of passage but yeah no i mean it's pretty easy to pull all your goddamn hair out with all that's going on and the confusion of it all so good on him it was a good shot it was a good shot to take because it was there right well like i said though i mean it's all about timing and it's not exactly the best time when it's the Cup champions, but I mean, we do, we do know, we do know they'll fall right back down to earth again this year, right? It'll be another thirty years. They're so. going to be the gonna champs be, again this we're year. We're going to beat them on, yeah, right. We're going to beat them on Labor Day anyway, so that's all that matters. Also, season opener. Season opener. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's see. We'll but see. while and and to kind of lead that into the states that like you know all these protests and everything else going on what pandemic what social distancing seems it doesn't seems it doesn't matter a whole lot anymore well we we discussed that a little bit too i'm uh, yeah i'm expecting uh, some surge in 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 numbers in some of the some of the places where there was some protests in the well, next and- uh, couple of weeks i would assume and, and I was seem wondering. to have a bigger problem, right? So, well, and what I was wondering is if any of these athletes that might be involved in any of these return to work plans were out in those protests. And Kyle said, yes, he blo- he thought that it, that I some of them absolutely were. I believe there was a few basketball were. players that were in protests. Yes. So, J.R. Smith. I mean, J.R. Smith. Maybe that's that's the only way I could see Kyle it affecting the return to works. Right? Is if if one of the athletes maybe got sick, right, or right. maybe multiple athletes got sick, then that could potentially yeah. impact things in an unexpected way. Well, and I mean, they kind of were talking about it, not so much from the chaos and the riots, you know, but even if they did get it at some point when the season did resume again, it's they've got to have a protocol and a plan for it, right? So, you know, at least maybe it was somewhat discussed would be you know, my estimation of it, but J.R. Oh, Smith, yeah. when, uh, when he was out there gets... and he, he pulled a guy out of a, out of a vehicle. I think it was his own, I believe. And 
and shit kicked him right there on the street. Like, you know, so he's not signed right now, but I'm not sure if the Lakers are going to sign him now when that video surfaces, but at the same time, shit went sideways and he beat the crap out of a guy. Mm-hmm. And given the circumstance, you know, shit went sideways and the other guy uh, did some shit. So he answered. So, you know, yeah, all's well. Just all's so well, much, but, so much ugliness right now. It's, it's so it hard is. to watch. It is. And you know yeah. what? The thing that, that pisses me off is it's all, all a pretty well-known fact that, that race relations there are, are a very tense situation at the best of times, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole thing, the whole thing, the peaceful protests, you know, and, and honoring, honoring the man who lost his life, like, it all, it all goes twisting in the wind and it gets kind of trampled by the chaos and the riots, which have nothing to do with it anymore. Nope. There's people, there's people that just want to watch the world burn yep. and they're out there pulling shit. It has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with, you know, getting a solution. They're just further advancing a, a problem, right? Like, well, what you have you know, to keep in mind, though, is it's not necessarily, it's not even necessarily like um, a whole bunch of purposeful bad actors, although often that is uh, some of what goes on. But it's yeah. just, it's, mo- it's mob mentality, right? And I mean... That's, right. That's what happens sometimes when you get in big groups like that that can get out of control. And once one little thing starts rolling, you know, it's like a snowball going downhill and things start to escalate. And it's not necessarily like things it's it doesn't necessarily make this protest bad or that protest bad. But I think that has a lot to do with why often protests do go so end so violently or so. Well, and there's a few extreme folks within it that want to take it that way, and they just drag sure. along some of the other participants, right? Sure, and but exactly like it's not a, it's not like this is all a bunch of you know thugs out there causing violence, right? It's a freaking mob mentality, and it happens it happens in big groups like this of all kinds. Look at soccer hooliganism; it's in the fucking right. Wikipedia, right? <laughs> right, but but I mean, some of these guys are thugs, though. That that. That is, to me, fairly obvious in the fact that some of these guys are out there doing shit, you know, that would get you arrested. You can't just go in and burn a church down. You can be upset with the police, but don't burn the precinct down, you know, because in a week when you have a problem, you're going to maybe need them on your side. One bad apple isn't the entire, you know, entity sort of thing, right? Like there are good cops. There are good cops. Of course there is. And, you and there are good, good protesters. It, exactly. Exactly, Maddie. But I mean, there are a few of these thugs at the front of the, the wagon pulling all the other horses behind them too, right? So Sometimes. To me, Always. like burning shit and, and breaking, you know, just completely destroying a target, you know, that kind of thing. And, and a lot of it too is they are ripping apart predominantly black communities those are people how taking can, the opportunity can, to cause cause damage that would probably be doing it anyways right and They're i not mean part you, of the protest but why do they race relations why do they get linked with the people who are standing up for something they're not the same people but it gets linked they're not linked 
People right. breaking and, into and, a building and stealing as much as they can have nothing to do with the people who are protesting. Well, and, and the black civil rights movement was always peaceful protest. Martin Luther King, he did not condone this behavior. Like, you are doing an injustice to the very roots of that whole movement. Yes, it still needs work, but honestly, ripping apart a community that, that needed the help to begin with is no way to advance anything. Like, nope. you know, the black community wants to, to get ahead. They want to take a step ahead. They want better relations. They want to be treated better. How is burning down their neighborhood fucking helping them? Because those aren't the people who are trying to make change. They're the people who right. are trying to cause and, havoc to the people who are trying to make change. And when, they're, when their whole neighborhood's pissed off, then where do they turn? Then what do you do, right? You've put them further behind. And I, I just, I don't understand it. The media pretty much tries to push the protest and the chaos and the looting they're trying to push it all into one story and say it's one thing and it's all because of one thing and get everybody to just run with it and we all know it's not you know i i'm very much about democracy and liberty you guys know that from some of our after show debates with politics and stuff i i don't we didn't have touch to touch politics today buddy <laughs> But I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in that if you want to protest, you have every right to protest. That's a democratic sure. right. Yeah. We don't always have to agree on what we're pro you're protesting about. You don't have to agree what I'm carrying a sign for or what you're carrying a sign for. I don't have to agree with. But I have to. I will defend to the end of the world your right to do it. Yeah. No, you're allowed. Everybody's you're absolutely allowed to think and right. speak like a jackass. And I do on occasion. If and, you choose, if you so choose. Are. Right. It's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> what pisses me off is the narrative that, that gets pushed on people all the time, that you have to be all in or all out on this stuff. You know, we even saw it here in, in Canada with the CNCP rail, all the rail protests. I had no problem with them protesting. I had problem with them protesting on private property. You can protest on public land all you want because it's your land as a part of the public. Right. So take out that that criminal infringement on private property. They can still protest. Though. Fill your boots, man. If you want change and lots of change comes from protest. Uh, and some civil, some of the laws civil disobedience is part of protest, buddy. And it civil is, disobedience but, but sometimes becomes, does involve law breaking. Mm -hmm. When I when I refuse to Conscientious get up off the highway and move. When I, when I refuse to move off of that public place, that's civil disobedience. Holy crap! Did you see that freaking truck come flying onto that bridge? <laughs> no, I didn't. Squirrel? Jesus! <laughs> no! I thought that was... Yeah, I was thinking the same. There was somebody in the middle of the goddamn road. It's a crowd of people. There was a closed bridge, and this truck came flying in like a fuel tanker. And then just like barely stopped and then fucking got swarmed by people and he got pulled out of his truck and beaten and then they took him to the hospital and then they charged him with going in. Did there you the watch CTV he was, News? Closed. No. Were you watching a were you watching a story on CTV about Federated Co-op and the Unifor guys? Did a fuel truck go through there or <laughs> no. this is in the States though, or what? Yeah, this is in I believe Seattle. Oh, Seattle? Wow. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Well, that's not good. That's not good for anybody. Nope. So, but yeah, just kind of to, to, to just finish my point though. It just sort of the, the fact that's all good. It's all good. Squirrel. You can have civil disobedience, but when you start breaking the law in an extreme fashion, like burning entire buildings down. Well, for sure. Those people you, are protesting, you've though. You've crossed the fucking line, right? Yes, so but those people those anymore. people are not no. protesting. The problem is the people protesting are getting lumped in with those other people. Right. And lumped and in so by they're using, media. They're using the law against the peaceful protesters saying they're all a part of these other people. Guilty right. by association. And which which sucks for the black community that's trying to advance their and and louden their voice right to get to get some justice and and to strive for better relations it's being completely sabotaged you know and i just it baffles me but hey, i mean i think it was just the match though for for a collection of of fuel in the fact that we come out of a pandemic and everybody's a little tense. Everybody's fucking worried for for two, three months, right? So it's sort of like a bit of a powder keg, right? Everybody's edgy. Very much. So they they you know, not saying that they they would have went this far normally, but it was an abnormal time. And this I is think just the restoking of, the, of a fire that's been smoldering since the last time. Right. And it just and the time before that. Exactly. Right. What has changed? So, well, and that's sort of the thing. Like, you know, everybody talks about Kaepernick and and, and he kind of brought the light to this whole issue, this right? This time, yeah, yeah. No, he didn't. But I mean... I mean he, 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 he's one of many who have right. brought the light to this, right? Like, this is not oh, a for new sure. thing. For what sure. But I mean... Or what's it, right? With the... The glove on in the Olympics. Yeah, what was that? And, uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Owens. And, and, it's, yeah. and it's every generation seems to have their one guy that sort of right. starts it up again and, and becomes why? the poster child for and it. And why? Because know? nothing's changing. Nothing well, changes. Because it's required. Yes, it's required. Well, it's Nothing required, changes. Right? But I mean, keep, keep, you gotta, you gotta keep pushing though too. But I mean, even Kaepernick, if you look at originally, look back at some of the stories when he first started doing that and what he was saying, and just see in five years what it's been hijacked by the media to become, what they wanted to say, yeah, what we they wanted to involve. All of a sudden, it's not really just what he said. It's what a bunch of other people want to spin into it, you know? And it takes away from, from actually making progress on the thing he wanted to make progress on. Right. It's doing... It, it's it, doing catches, it catches him in a middle position. No, right? it's doing to him exactly what society has done to black people. It's taking their voice away. Or most voices of dissent, they try to take their voice away. Right. It's which cancel why, culture time, man. Which is why like, you need civil disobedience sometimes. Not going to Sometimes you need not to stand on a railway track and stop a train. Sometimes you sometimes. need to stand in front of a tank in Tiananmen Square. Yeah. Yeah, or sometimes like, you do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes, sometimes it's just as simple as giving up a million dollar, a multi million dollar uh, football career in in, uh, in exchange for doing what you believe in, mm -hmm. or profiting more so on the other side of that argument. Kaepernick didn't 
I didn't don't. stop making money. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he's making money. I just stopped making that football money. Yeah. So, uh, my, my yeah, but if you lost your if you lost your job, Heath, you'd go find another job to make money, right? For sure. So that's For sure. Isn't that what he did? But well, he did. But then also at the same time, I, I was I was fully in the camp that he was he was honest in his in his intentions of wanting to come back, holistically honest in his intentions to come back. And the thing that kind of shook me a little bit and second guessed him was just the, the mere fact that when he had that latest workout, he changed it last it minute. Last second, yeah. He was screwing around and everything else. Right. And to me, it's like, why would you do that? Like it was self-sabotage. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That looked really bad. Right. Absolutely. Why would you self-sabotage well. to me? Maybe it was just to keep on being the poster boy. Because there's really nothing to talk about in terms of his his wanting to advance that agenda anymore. If he ends up back in the NFL, it's just going to be maybe he doesn't want to embarrass himself though. Like maybe he maybe, maybe he just he wants realizes. to stay with his cause though too. Maybe right? he understands like, though deep down that he's not really what he once was, right? Because I mean, he hasn't played for what three, four years now. What over six, four. eight, ten? I don't know. It's been a forever. It's now. over four. Yeah. You guys discuss this. I'll be right back. I mean, okay. Jesus, the Niners have uh, Niners have been to another Super Bowl since he fucking became the first Super Bowl losing quarterback, right? For the Niners, right? So, for the Niners. So I don't know. It's just I'm not saying like he's a complete fraud. I'm just saying he. There's a little bit of a question mark there. All of a sudden, when that kind of went down for me, and you're kind of like, dude, like what's what's really going on here? There's multiple layers that not even the media is getting it. Yeah, know? I know that was. Terrible, and, and, but I mean, I just I wonder if maybe it was self sabotage, right? I mean, like, because I mean, if he really, if he really understands deep down, Jesus, I can't do this anymore. I want to present that opinion that I've got this ability to 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 still perform at this level, right? And and I can go out and, and maybe put on this show and make people think that, and then I can, I don't know. It's I think it it was so much more about just optics than than a real opportunity, and I think on both sides. I think it was about Kaepernick trying to present himself as still being attainable to try and present that. I don't know. There's so many people who's, who are still clinging to that idea that for some reason he should still get a job. And it's just, it's not, despite how, how cute it would be or how uh, poetically just it might be, it's just not going to happen. Like he wasn't one of the best quarterbacks when he left the game. I'm sorry. I was right. Kyle. Like, when, but, when we were on earlier, you, that like when I was really disappointed when we traded away as the Niners, uh, Steve Smith, and I get that Steve Smith is more of a game manager, but I like that kind of style. I'm a big believer in coaching and systems, and and yeah. simplicity. And, and Alex yeah, Smith I was efficient, way, right? Like I loved the way Alex Smith played, and yeah. Colin Kaepernick gave me so many heart attacks, and he was kind of like Dion Phaneuf, you know, big play potential. But right. big liabilities live, too, right? Live by the sword, die by the sword, right? Exactly. So, but that's you the know. thing. That's you get big plays, you get excitement. So, like, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's just so I mean, he wasn't one of the best players when he left, and it's been forever. So you can't tell me he's gonna come back in and make a reasonable contribution in the league. Despite the right. fact that people are saying, Well, you gotta tell me that Colin Kaepernick's better than X. 
maybe Colin Kaepernick four or five years ago was better than X. But Colin Kaepernick is becoming an old man who's been re- out of yeah. football for you an don't, extended you don't, period of time. I've got two right. words for you. you don't retain you. your skill level at the same level right. the entirety. Yeah, you know. But for me, right. you and know, he's he not should, getting he better have, when he's not playing. Right, and, and, and rightly so. And going four years plus with no contract, it's a, it's definitely the the reality of the situation. He's not as good as when when he left, right? No, he's never going to play again. Part, that's 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 Cam Newton is isn't know, employed after, right after now. Two years, you could maybe make the argument. After two years, he would be as good as when he left, or could regain that form. But at the same time, four years, yes, he. I, I'm still to this day, I'm adamant he got blackballed. No, absolutely, <laughs> he did. He got and fucked. Then, and, yeah, he totally did. But I mean, after a couple of years, you're kind of like, okay, now the way that the media works, he's very intimately aware how the media works, right? How it plays him in multiple ways, in multiple angles to whatever audience they want the clickbait from. That that after four years, he's probably not going to be as good of a quarterback. He needs the attention to draw the, you know, from the NFL in, in any way, shape or form, including that workout to draw attention to himself and now his cause. He decided, I think, to go with his his justice and his agenda over his NFL career. But I think his NFL career at that point had basically been short-circuited. So, now he's doing the hair toss. Matt's killing me, man. He got his <laughs> headphones caught in his hair. And now, <laughs> now I don't know what he's doing. Was it that squirrel? Got a small problem. <laughs> You got a small problem? Well, we can't help you with that small problem. There we go. How's that? Oh, you're back. Now I'm just on speakers. My headphones died. Well, that, oh. means, that means the show has been on long enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well it just means I, I'm not going to get my hair caught in my headphones anymore. <laughs> true, true. No, it was, on the, uh, it was on the phone part, right? So I could hear you guys, but it was super quiet. No worries, man. No worries, no worries, Mr. Man. No worries. But I think that is so, a good good way to end the show anyways. It's yes, good, yeah. I think afterwards, Heath, yeah. you need to go back now and watch or listen to the first part of the show when you weren't here, and you uh-huh. can leave all your rants and dissenting opinions in the comments. Dissenting opinions. You just assume <laughs> automatically I'm not going to be able to agree. Uh, What's there that? Might, there might be we've, some things agreed, you don't agree with. We've agreed on a few things tonight. I add a little yeah, yeah. extra on, on it, but as do you, right? So it's all good. For sure. Yeah, I, I was but, actually uh, thinking. I'm just with, saying, when you go back and listen to the first part, I'm pretty sure you'll have a dissenting opinion or two. It's all good. We all have opinions, right? We do. We're, we're allowed all to entitled we're allowed to, to our opinions. Them. That's right. I love the no, that's, dis- that's the main thing. If you disagree with me, I will kill you. I will bring out the army. All right, Antifa guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We we have the green Antifa. It's called Rider Nation, right? Isn't that how it works? No, I wouldn't associate the two. Doesn't do each other justice. No, it certainly doesn't. Anyway, I was actually thinking of of if I ended up getting on here in time, if I could read a Martin Luther King quote. Go nice. Before, before yeah. we before we ditch out of here. That seems to be the perfect okay. way to end it. So we'll just Heath will hey, read man, your brother. quote and then we'll sign off the show. It sounds like a perfect yeah. way to end it. Love it. Okay. 
So Martin Luther King. So darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, very, and, very great words. Um, Terrence Floyd, the uh, brother of uh, of George Floyd, spoke today at, uh, at the protests in Minneapolis um, via bullhorn and pleaded with the people um, to, um, you know, be peaceful and yada yada. And implored love, um, and uh, I. I can't give you a real good summary right now, unfortunately, of uh, of exactly what he said. But I would uh, absolutely recommend you go uh, dig it up, uh, just read a quick summary or find a video of it. It was uh, absolutely inspirational to hear uh, to hear the brother, the the, the guy who's at uh, ostensibly at the center of all this, um, to be so uh, so composed and uh, and together and uh, yeah, quite inspirational. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Will right. do. Will do. Well, till next week, everybody. We're the Above Average Joes. I'm Kyle, and with me, as always, is Heath and Matt. And we'll see you next week. Later. Later. Later.